good morning, good afternoon, good evening. However you're watching, wherever you're watching, however you're listening, wherever you're listening, it is the Bad Online Salute to Troy podcast. We haven't gone anywhere. We've just been busy. As Varnell Hill says on the Martin Lawrence Show, did you miss me? Long time no see. It's the Bearded Bandits today. It's me, the guy, Ryan Die, Ryan Dyru. How are you doing? It's fine. Thursday evening. Coach, I've missed you. I feel like it's been way too long. We we uh everyone was like sick, and then we were on Radio Row in Vegas. So then that was a little hiatus, and and it's good to finally be back and see you. So how are you doing? I'm doing well. I, I'm actually don't sound as nasally as I thought I would sound. I'm really cleared up, but I was I was messed up. I was jacked up. I had a sinus infection. I'll, I'll just I had a sinus infection. I thought it was a headache. And I was just like, man, this headache is going on for a long time. Mm. I thought it was because of the rain and everything. We got some wind out here in Corona. Thought it was because of that. Got a headache, got a headache. And then, you know, us, we don't really like going to the doctor. And finally, the wife was like, I was like, I'm going to go to the doctor to see if I could just get like some, what is it called? Like doctor strength, Excedrin or whatever mm-hmm. to, 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 to try to beat it. They ran some tests, came back. They was like, dude, you have a gnarly sign of this infection. And if you would have waited any longer, it would have got to your brain. It would have been all bad. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So they gave me like some extreme nasal spray and like some pretty much Dr. Strange Sudafed. I had to show my ID at Walgreens to uh, to get it. So good stuff. Yeah, some good stuff. So, um. But I, I'm glad like, you're better. Glad yeah, you're this, better. this morning I woke up and I was like, wow, okay, cool. I'm not nasally, but yeah. That medicine works, huh? It works. It works really good. So that reminds me of, uh, you know, this pre COVID, everything's, well, I feel like everything's kind of back to how it was. It's not really as, as paranoid as everyone used to be. But I remember pre COVID, back when everyone, when you were sick, you just worked still. It didn't matter. I worked in the restaurant industry, which is even like sketchier because you're like handling yeah. people's food. Like over, it was literally probably, I don't know what the years was five, six years ago, but it was over Valentine's day week. And in the restaurant industry, that's like the busiest time. So I was like, got super sick, but I had like six shifts straight where I was on the schedule and it's like the busiest time. So I just worked, I felt terrible. Um, I won't get into how I felt, but eventually I was finally like, all right, my girlfriend now wife, Monica was like, you got to go to the doctors. I finally went and I had like a horrible case of strep throat and had the antibiotics, a shot. I'm just, you know, just cruising, handling (laughs) people's food. Like that was how it was back in the day. And now it's like you stay away for two weeks. (laughs) Yeah. At my former job, my former job, because I'm starting a new job on the 4th of March. But at my former job at our last Christmas, our last Christmas party that we had, there was at least. Let's say it's a company of 500 people. There was at least 150 people that got sick. Ooh. Like when everybody came back, there was either like wise or people who got sick and they were down for like two weeks, but they all tested negative for COVID. So it was whatever that was that spread it like wildfire at that Christmas yeah. party. So things spread. It is that season though, but we're on the end of it because yeah, time changes on the 10th. So spring is almost here. Today was the first preseason game for the Dodgers. Um, yeah. I want you to remember Tay Oscar. Tay Oscar is going to be a dude for the Dodgers. And I don't be surprised if at the end of next year he gets a really big contract from the Dodgers. Tay Oscar is a dude. But okay. that's different sport. But Tay Oscar is going to be big for the Dodgers. He will have a jersey in the in the shop 
let's see, the season starts March by May. People will be wearing Teoscar jerseys. Teoscar's a dude. I liked him with you're the Mariners. So. Well, we'll wrap him down at Philippe's downtown before yep. pregame. They, oh yeah, Philippe's is the is the spot, dude. man. Best. Yeah, <laughs> go there before Dodgers the game. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, let's let's roll into it. Uh, before we roll into it, how was Vegas? How was the Super Bowl? Not the Super good. Bowl, but how was Radio World? How's the week and all that? That was all good. It was great. Yeah, busy but really fun. Met a lot of people. We had uh, obviously Mo Hassan on the show, as everyone who's watched the show saw. We met uh, Matt Leinert, so hopefully getting him on here soon. Um, his him and his people were definitely down to come on, and it was uh, they didn't want to come on that week, which is honestly better. So we'll get them on later. Um, but yeah, always a good time. There's always just so many athletes, media people, celebrities cruising around. So it's just chaos all the time. So next year we'll have you out there on on the row so you can experience it because it is it is certainly an experience that's for sure i'm, My I'm definitely one this year i'm definitely going to radio row i will be in new orleans walking around with a what do they call hand grenades i might have a hand grenade on radio row having a really good time so go. i'm not missing any more super bowls unless it's an extremely cold place then we have to really talk about that one but that's neither here yeah. nor there <laughs> hey so let's roll into it we got some Big news that we got two big articles. One came out on LAFB. You guys go over to the website, check it out. Lincoln Riley had a press conference. Was it today? Correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan. Well, wasn't a he was on a um, podcast. Uh, our guy, I know him fairly well. His name's JD Pickle. Does a podcast for On Three, so he was on his show this morning. Okay, um, so yeah. he was on. He was on. Uh, that might be a good guy to have as a guest, JD Pickle. Let's totally. see if we can reach out to him. Um, yeah. So on JD Pickle's podcast this morning. They talked about the quarterback room. Lincoln Riley's quote was, I really like our room, and we're going to let him compete. I'm paraphrasing. I'm not going word for word. Uh, we really like our room. We're going to let him compete, and that's how great quarterbacks are made. Yep. It's probably going to send the Trojan fan base up in arms, and they're going to go crazy. I'm here to tell you guys, don't worry. He's doing the right thing. You remember I said a long time I said after the Holiday Bowl when we had her, I think it was our live show, or maybe the show after, what do you do with Miller Moss? We know he's the guy, but you don't make him the guy because you've yeah. done that in the past and it didn't work. Make him compete. Make him compete for his job so he can be better. Keep that guy on his heels. We know his last name, Mayava? Yep, Jaden Mayava, yep. Mayava, we know he's good. Is he ready to have the keys to the kingdom yet? He's not ready to be the Emperor Troy yet. Don't worry. But if he's great competition in practice, and if he is just as good as Miller Moss, and it, God forbid, knock on wood, Miller Moss goes down, we have a great backup. But I love that Lincoln Riley is putting that out there. I'm saying right now, don't worry. Don't panic. Excellent quote. I'm going to end with this, and I'll pass it to you, Ryan. Lincoln Riley, and I wish Jamal was here today. Um, maybe it's something we could talk about on Monday. We'll mm -hmm. talk about that on Monday. Uh Lincoln Riley, we'll talk about what he's been doing since after the Holiday Bowl and if we're happy with it. Lincoln Riley has kept up, kept to his word, and he has really been working hard. I, I just did an interview with a guy who's doing former coaches and coaches in uh, athletics, and one of the things was um, a lot of people think you need to spend more time when you say, I got to work harder. And I was like, a good person you could use as an example is Lincoln Riley. He's working harder, but he's not working harder at spending more time. His effort this offseason is amazing. He's doing everything right in the media. He's doing everything right recruiting-wise. He's doing everything right as far as hiring the staff. Lincoln Riley 
is really keeping true to his word. Right now, like my offseason grade for Lincoln Riley is like an A, and we'll talk about this more next week. But I just want to touch on it. Like Lincoln Riley is doing a very, very good job this offseason. What do you think about the comments? Yeah, I mean, I I totally agree. I think Lincoln Riley's had a great offseason, and and based on what you know last year, and you know saying like, you know, he's committed and and wants to see this this be a defensive school and all this, like he's, you know, put up or shut up, right. He's done everything to that extent in terms of hiring coaches, in terms of being on the recruiting trail, in terms of bringing guys in that want to be Trojans and are committed to being a USC Trojan. I think his comments on the QB room are, are, I totally agree with you coach. I think it's what it should be. You know, I, I think we all at agree right now that this is Miller Moss's job to lose based on what he means to the program, based on how long he's been here, based on what we saw in the, the one, the four quarters of play in the holiday bowl. Yep. But that being said, I agree. You can't just hand him the keys because he's a kid that's fought. He's fought and clawed his way since joining USC. Why change that now? Keep him fighting and clawing, earning it. And when he gets it, it's just going to be that much. It's going to make him that much better. And then Jada Maeva, as you mentioned, I mean, he was the all freshman mountain West player of the year. I mean, he, he was no slouch and he's a young kid, a lot of talent. Um, I still think it's an uphill battle for him to win it, but he, it wouldn't shock me if he does beat out Miller Moss, if he put in some work and, and it enters the program and fits in the system really well. So I completely agree. I think it's the right thing, uh, of, of how coach Riley is approaching this. Um, it's the right thing about, I think how this whole team should approach. Like, obviously we've gone through position breakdowns and, and kind of talked about, you know, starting rotations and whatnot, but I think you approach it at, at that at every level. Like, look, last year was a disappointment. We're having an open competition at every position. There is no guaranteed starter on this roster, um, and that includes our quarterback position, the most important one. So it's it's I think it's a good start, and I agree. Though I'm happy with the room. I, I do think they'll get one more in there in the the spring transfer portal class uh, once that opens up. Um, but I think they're in a good spot. And yeah, I agree. It's just it's the way it should be. Yeah. So you just brought up something. That it, it made me it instantly triggered in my mind when you said that. Like he's been fighting the whole time. And I don't know if you can relate to this, but I could kind of relate to it. It's like buying buying your car compared to you being given a car. Yep. You know what I mean? When you're yep. given a car, it's like, oh, I got a car. But when you buy a car, you're like, you put everything into it to make sure the car runs great. Like, it's your car. Like, that's, I worked hard to get this. It's my car. I'm going to do everything to make sure this car works good, looks good. I want everybody to know that this is my car I worked hard for, and I bought this car. Like, it's like, so that's I mean, if that works for Miller Moss too, like the the scratching and clawing at it and keeping him mm-hmm. competitive, man. Like I said, Lincoln Riley's doing a lot of things this offseason that's pointing in the right direction. Yeah. Well, it's a really it's a really fine line, right? And you you coached for years and you played for years, so you know it. Um, because it's a fine line because there's one aspect of it where you know depending how guys are wired, you know, you always want to be pushing them. You always want to, it, nothing's guaranteed. Like you got to earn it every single day, every inch. But then there's a, a level of that too. Cause I remember when I played um, and you know, my junior year worked my butt off to get to a starting receiver role on varsity. Like I was at every morning practice, every summer training day that was optional quote unquote, but obviously you had to be there. It's but called, volun- the- it's called volunteered. Yeah, exactly. Um, and as all those worked my butt off, I became the basically the slot receiver on varsity week one. And after week one, between week two, broke my collarbone in practice uh, on kick return. 
all that work. When I came back eight weeks later, I was like ninth on the depth chart. Like didn't matter what I did in the off season. Now I'm not saying I deserve to all of a sudden be back in the rotation, but there's that fine line where, and I'm not saying Miller Moss is getting injured. God forbid. And it knock on, let's knock on wood here. You've got to have that fine line where it's like, we want to push and you need to work and earn, but we don't want to just keep bearing you. Cause eventually that, that can just kill your drive when you're like, man, what am I doing? I'm putting all this work in the teammates love me and I just can't quite get over the hedge. I mean, what do you think of that? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong there. It just no, depends no, on maybe the you're, player you're, too. You're, you're slightly right. But if you, if coaches have any integrity, you're not supposed to lose your spot due to injury. So let's, <laughs> so your coach was kind of a jerk. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, your coach was kind of a jerk. You shouldn't be ninth because you got injured, but no, um, if it does become a quarterback battle due to injury, the thing about it is we know the future is bright. So there's a silver lining in the cloud, right? Miller Moss comes in, takes his, he gets a spot respectively, but now you've created a battle because my office come in two games, a half, a quarter, whatever, done really well. And now you're like, oh man, the thing about it is it's going to be tricky. And so you have to, this is the, the tricky part with Lincoln Riley. If my comes in, it's going to be a different playbook from Miller Moss, and he's really, really good at that. What we saw in the Holiday Bowl was not the same offense a style that we saw with Caleb Williams. Different yep. play calling, different type of stuff. So with that being said, Mayava will look really good because no team will prep for it for him to come in because he's going to different play calling, that type of thing. Same style of offense, but different play calling to cater to Mayava, which makes Lincoln Riley really good. But you have to start looking at decision-making mechanics, what he does with the ball, because he'll get in and dominate and be like, oh, quarterback battle. No, hold on. Was that really a good decision? Like you really have to evaluate the film with Lincoln Riley because of that's and that's the best part about Lincoln Riley. That's why he's a quarterback coach and he's a guru because he'll put him in the best situation possible. Yeah. I it, yeah. I don't is there a world like I don't want this to happen, so I'm just putting the question out there. Is there a world and th this never really happens anymore in modern college football. This was more of a, a 90s early 2000s thing. But is there a world where maybe they do a dual quarterback system? I don't want to play as my for some. There is a world. There is a world. But that world, that world belongs at Bowling Green and <laughs> yeah. Western Kentucky. Florida. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or Florida was doing it this year, actually, I think, or Miami, one of those Florida schools. So yeah. we don't want that world. Yeah. No. So that's great to see. Let's move forward. Uh, if you guys want to get baseball season started, say it was the first preseason game, like we yeah. talked about. We got basketball going on. We got a little PGA golf. You guys want to get involved in it. hockey. Hockey's in the middle of the season right now, too. Under Saw Fantasy, you can get a parlay with all those sports in one in one ticket. Put five bucks, pick two, pick three, pick six. Go to underdogfantasy.com or visit Underdog Fantasy in the Apple Store or the Google Play Store. We will match a $100 bonus. Put in promo code USCLAFB. So moving on, another big news in the mm -hmm. world, the Chargers – Snatched running back coach from the Trojans, Kiel McDonald, right? LA on LA crime. It keeps happening. Yeah, it keeps happening. So I was thinking about this. You're going to see a, a triangle start to happen here where you'll see coaches go to the Chargers and the SC and to the Rams. Like you're starting to see a triangle here, which is good for LA as far as football. Very good. It sucks for the team that loses it, but then you get a guy to come in. 
but you'll never see Chargers Rams. You'll see Rams to SC, Chargers to SC, SC to Rams or Chargers, if that makes sense. I don't think you'll ever see Chargers Rams, just to clear that up, because you know they'll Thank attack you. me. They'll attack me in the comments. Why would a coach leave the Chargers go to the Rams, blah, 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 this and that? Or UCLA. UCLA is going to get involved in that, too. So you'll see that. You'll see UCLA to pros, pros to UCLA and USC. But I don't yeah. think – Give Smith went from the Chargers to the Rams. Just oh, well, there you, there you go. But so it that, can't happen. The only way it happens, because I, I know what you're trying to say, because you're right. The only way it happens is, A, the charger, Brandon Staley, was fired. So he was a sitting duck on that staff. So Giff Smith went from a fired staff to the Rams or a promotion. So Coach Henderson, he's like full L.A. Coach Henderson originally was assistant defense line coach for the Chargers, then became the official defense line coach for the Rams. And now he's co-DC, D-line coach for the Trojans. So he's only got to go to – he's got to be UCLA head coach next. That's his, like, next move, I guess. That's his next move. Ooh, four. That will, he, he might be the UCLA head coach after they complain that because UCLA's <laughs> not putting any money in the system. Say, Deshaun Foster's not doing a great job. He's doing the yeah. best he can with what they're giving him. That's a shot at the Bruins, but neither here nor there. Anyway, <laughs> um, so you got to replace him. So a couple of thoughts came through my mind. Who do you replace him with, right? There's a bunch of names out there. And then it finally clicked and you go with two options. These are my two options. I, I should say you, you go with these two options, but these are two options in my opinion. One option is you have a young guy on your staff that you could really make better right now. And for the record, historically, running back coach is the lowest paid position on staffs. Tight end and running back coach don't get paid like the rest of the like the rest of the guys on the staff. It's like tight end, running back, linebacker, and then the other ones start to make more money. But neither here nor there. There's a young guy on your staff right now that's really that works really well with the kids. And if you want to him to advance his career, putting him on the other side of the ball might be a good idea. He has enough time to learn it. I think promote Taylor Mays and put him at running back coach. Here's why. Running back running back in Lincoln Riley's system is not very complex, right? It's not like they're getting hundreds of thousands of yards and, right, they're getting, what, 10 carries a game? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, learn pass protection, tuck the ball away, drills, get through it. Not to put anything against the running back position, but I think Taylor Mays, you promote him, pay him a good amount of money, and then you have him on your staff. So when he goes to his next spot, he has some experience on the offense side of the ball. Mm -hmm. My second option is bring back a legend who has coached a Heisman Trophy winner and loves L.A. You bring back Todd McNair. I think Todd McNair will be a very good pick. Been at USC. It kind of builds that bridge of the disconnect with the with the tradition and what's missing. I think T Mac can bring that back and that makes it happen. What do you think about that? Yeah. And I what mean, are, and wait, before you go, what are your who do you think is a good replacement? Yeah, so I mean, first all interesting. I mean, Taylor Mays would be interesting. Obviously, a lot of people would be I wonder what people's response would be because obviously didn't play running back has never coached it. But like you said, you know, it's a lot of coaching is, is learning yourself too and learning how to do different things and coach different positions. It would definitely be better for him um, as a, a future coach to be able to know both sides of the ball and get, um, you know, different pedigrees and different experiences. So I don't, I don't know how the fit would be, but it would certainly be interesting. And yeah, McNair, I think would be a good one as well. Obviously the lineage there. So, and the, the history 
I think it would be um, interesting. So could wouldn't be opposed to really either of those. My two that I'll throw out. First one, and what's interesting about this is why he didn't go with Harbaugh to the Chargers and why Harbaugh had to go and get McDonald from USC, and that's Mike Hart, running back coach for Michigan. Mm. Now, maybe it's Mike Hart's a Michigan legend, you know, alma mater. Maybe he doesn't want to leave, and maybe he won't want to leave unless SC throws the bag at him, which they seemingly have done this offseason to coaches, so they probably would. But obviously a very good running back coach played the position. Um, we know how Michigan running backs have been the last, you know, years since he's been there. So the pedigree is definitely there. So, I mean, he's a guy I think would be a slam dunk home run higher if they able to get him. The other interesting one is you go back to that Oklahoma well and go get DeMarco Murray. DeMarco oh, Murray, another is, legend. Is he coaching? He's the RB coach at Oklahoma. And he started in 2020 when Lincoln Riley was still there. So Lincoln Riley oh. hired him as a running okay. back coach. So there's definitely some synergy there. And I know, I know a lot of people d- want to distance themselves from the Lincoln Riley, Oklahoma days because of Alex Grinch, but I don't think anyone on the offensive side of the ball has been in any issue under Lincoln Riley. So I think it's okay to go to the well for offense. Just don't go to the well for defense. And we're obviously <laughs> past that, but DeMarco Murray, I mean, that's a guy that, I mean, we know what he did as a player in college and the pros. And then, yeah. you know, we know what he's done so far as a coach in terms of, of, you know, the output they've had, you know, he was obviously after some of the great Oklahoma running backs that came out. Um, but, you know, as a, as a coach there since 2020, they've, they've still had some good backs come through. So I think that'd be an interesting one. It, did DeMarco Murray play while Lincoln Riley was there? So he played uh, 2006 to 2010. So I don't think Riley was. Riley there wasn't yet. there yet. I think he was yeah. still at Texas Tech. Yeah. But that, 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 that might be a good one. I don't, I don't, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. And, 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 and I mean, running back, uh, I don't want to, how do I say this? Running back is not hard to coach. You know what yeah. I mean? It's more of putting them in the right position and teaching their eyes to be in the right place and then pass blocking. Like that's, mm-hmm. you know, and, and there, there's still a lot that goes to it, but it's compared to like, a defensive back where you have to learn technique and then learn your eyes and on top of plays and being in the right position at the right time. What do you do when you get beat? You know, there's a lot of stuff that happens to it. Linebacker and running back is kind of like linebackers. See, hold, feel, hold, make tackle. Bam. You get blocked, yeah. you know, bunt shed, rip off, make a tackle. Um, So that's why I really like Taylor Mays things because it's a promotion. It makes him a better coach. Mm-hmm. Right. So even if he goes back to the defensive side, it makes it better. So there's, I mean, DeMarco Murray, though, that might work because the offense was still kind of the same when he was there. So that that really is a good one. So DeMarco Murray, that is a good one. I, I like that one. I like that one. So we'll see what Lincoln Riley does. We can move forward as we mm-hmm. move forward. Um, I don't think it's a rush right now. I don't know if they're on dead period yet or they're about to start opening up recruiting. But the way they were recruiting, I'm pretty sure they can handle McDonald's recruits also. So I don't yeah. really see it as an issue. Excuse me. Yeah, I mean, it feels like – I mean, he was definitely a good coach, obviously. Coached some good backs, and we saw what he did with Marshawn Lloyd last year, and he was at Utah when uh, Zach Moss was there. So great coach there. Austin yeah. Jones. Don't forget Austin Jones. Yeah, Austin Jones <laughs> as well, of course. Of course. Um but yeah, in terms of recruiting, I mean, he obviously has an impact, but I don't think it would it, it, it'd be worse losing, you know, a different 
I don't want to down downplay how important he was, but you know, it's worse losing one of those other guys. Like a, you lose the O-line coach. I mean, that guy's yeah. recruited 10 offensive linemen in the last two years. And so that would be a huge loss um, comparatively. So, yeah, no, no. When you lose a receiver coach, O-line coach, defensive back coach, you're scrambling. This, you could take a little bit of time and, and keep moving forward and get it done. So yeah. hopefully you got, make the good decision. And Yeah. I was just going to say spring game is April 20th. So they, they probably won't even start the spring you know, practice schedule till, you know, almost end of March, beginning of April. So you got, you got a little time. Are we going to the spring game? Hell yeah. We're going to the spring game. There we go. Going to the spring money, game. baby. <laughs> Get some Tyson ears. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Well, got to enjoy it at the Collie. Yeah. So, yeah. The, 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 so the key with the running back coaches, and I'll just end it on this. And if you have anything to wrap it up with, I'll, I'll throw to you. The key with the running back coach is he has to be as solid as a recruiter as the rest of the staff right now because the rest of the staff is recruiting their butts off and they're working hard. So yeah. I think recruiting, it has to be his number one thing, and then everything else could follow behind, and I think that could make it work. Yeah? yeah. No, I totally agree. Um, it would have been it would have been really interesting had Deshaun Foster not been promoted six days ago if this happened, and maybe they're like, all right, let's just – Let's just go get Deshaun. We already got DeAnton. Yeah. Deshaun as well. I mean, he was actually with the Raiders at that point um, before he got promoted. But, but no, I agree. It needs to be someone that's going to be hard on the recruiting trail, which I think a guy like Taylor Mays, you mentioned, not a running back guy, but I mean, he would hit that hard. I mean, you know, he would put all into it, you know, showing his salt. A guy like DeMarco Murray would hit it hard. Mm -hmm. uh, a guy like Mike Hart would hit it hard. So that's, I think, what you want is one of those guys that's hungry to get in that SoCal battlefield that battleground of of running backs and and keep these guys home t-mac will hit it hard too t-max was responsible for having yeah. that big that big running back room that one time when it was like mark tyler Emmanuel moody stefan johnson cj gable right. he coached reggie lindell white like he's a he he was like packed 10 recruiter of the year like three years in a row one year i mean yeah. like so like t-mac will hit it hard too so recruiting has to be the mainstay so that definitely hey, works Lendale's chilling, right? Maybe give him a call. Yeah, Lendale. If if Lendale wants every to do game. it, he's at every game. He's hanging out. There you go. If he wants to do it, definitely. <laughs> Those on the mighty tonight, the mighty ten ninety. Thank you for listening, Ryan. It's been a fun one. We're in and out. It's been real quick. We might do That's a lot good. of yeah. We might do a lot of short shows now that we're heading into the all season spring ball. We might have a long one, but guys, we appreciate you. We love when you guys join in. I know you guys missed us. We're back. Full fledged. We'll have the madman back here all Monday. If not, we'll dock his pay. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there, there we go. go. We'll um, see if the queen will ever come back. We'll see if she'll yeah, be back. Got to get the queen back. She's doing TV in, in Detroit right now, too. So the yeah. queen might be. We might have lost the queen. Hopefully, we did not. What, we, <laughs> hey, guys, do us a favor, though. What you want us to talk, whatever you guys want us to talk about right now during the spring season while we're in a low, throw it down there. We'll consider it. Hopefully, one of your topics might be on the show. So that'll also be a thing. Ryan, I appreciate you. It's been fun as always. Always. It is the Bet Online Salute Detroit podcast. You guys know how it goes. Live free, fight on. <laughs>